Welcome to Asset Management Group's Private Client Podcast. Guys, listen, we hope you guys are doing super well. December the 2nd, and I can't believe it's already this time of year, getting close to the end of the year. And and we got a, a good bit to cover on on today's podcast. Just, you know, obviously some recent information first and foremost. And and things always to be considering as we wrap up the year of 2022. We hope all of you guys are doing super well. Uh, we love you all and we thank you so much uh, for your trust and loyalty here at Asset Management Group as we continue, I mean literally every single day, to be mindful of not only your story and your financial uh, plan, but also what we're facing and challenges uh, in the economy and in the market as a whole. So we thank you guys. Mo, how you doing, my friend? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Uh, you know, just recovering from uh, last night's Christmas parade <laughs> uh, here in downtown Cartersville. We, you know, we had the opportunity to serve the community hot chocolate and coffee as a way to give back. It was, you know, it was nice and frigid last night. But we so, came up short. But we came up short. I mean, we came with eight gallons of hot chocolate that I thought would last at least, at least an hour or two. Uh, yeah, we were short uh, about 30 minutes. The hot chocolate was gone. And we had some, you know, some disappointed people, you know, still online waiting for hot chocolate. But we did have coffee as a, as a supplement. But yeah, um, no, it was it was great. It was a great time. It was. It was a fun night here at the office. And uh, guys, listen, you'll have to come maybe put it on your calendar next year. We'd love for to have you have you guys here. Uh, if you're not from Cartersville, it's a big deal. At least we make it a big deal. I always say it's a small town that's uh, not, not no, no longer small. <laughs> it's big. Uh, but you got chairs out by the street ready. I mean, at 8 a.m. in the morning, people claiming their spots. But uh, with our office here right on the corner of town, it's it's a great location for, for that event and was an opportunity to give out uh, a, a, a personal apology to uh, the owner over to oh. Appalachian Grill and 8-Track. <laughs> uh, the poor man uh, walked all the way up to get a cup of hot chocolate, and we had just ran out. So anyway, uh, yeah, great night. Great night great and night. great uh, time there in the community. Hey, another thing real quick before we just jump into uh, money and markets and investments. Um, I want to say, you know, keep in mind, guys, you know, Christmas time, most of you, uh, we know you, obviously our clients, uh, you're in a good position to, to give back and to help look for opportunities to do that this year. There's, there's so many out there. I know uh, at our church here at Cross Point in Cartersville, uh, we're participating in the Hope for Christmas. Uh, that's going to be coming up in another week. And so just, uh, just, you know, there's a, there's a lot more to, to this life than just, uh, you know, the money for our own good type thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. yeah. Amber and I have decided to, um, bless a family, um, that she knows very well and a uh, single mother divorced for about five years, four kids. And, you know, it's been, and it's been struggling, you know, this is, this has been a really struggling season for her. And, uh, you know, my men's group, we decided to, you know, adopt her and her family and, um, uh, you know, bless them for Christmas. Just needed. It's just needed. Right. I mean, there, you know, there are a lot of people out there that, you know, this time of the year is not as, 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 uh, exciting as, you know, it's a little nervous. It's a little anxious, you know, Mm -hmm. are they going to put things under Christmas tree? So, you know, yeah, we decided to bless them and, uh, she was so excited because actually that same, that same morning, she, she lost her father like two, three years ago and actually prayed to her father that morning. Wow. You know, saying that she needed, you know, can you help me? And literally that same day, Amber called her and told her what we're doing without knowing. That's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. It's yeah. Keep keep the uh, vision right and and correct as you as you think about opportunities to help others. Um, So it's so it's been a crazy week. I mean, 
You know, obviously, there's a, there's several things that come to mind. We're going to talk about Powell's conversation, but but I want to hit one thing real quick on, um, you know, debt. Guys, listen, the, the era of cheap money's over. Okay, uh, it's it's behind us, you know, and, and without any expectation that cheap money comes back. When I say cheap money, what I'm talking about is is the comfort uh, that we have had with the ease of going and financing whatever we want. You know, want to buy a car? Great, not a problem. I can do it. Want to want to refi a home? Want to uh, get a, a home equity line of credit? Want to buy a new house? Whatever. Uh, most of that comfort in those decisions is a result of cheap money. Right. Okay. And as we all know, believe me, I know you guys do, but in, in a matter of, you know, 90 days to, to, you know, a full year, we have seen a massive transition in interest rates. And as a result, this whole idea of being able just to borrow money when I need it has changed. The game has changed. And even putting putting stuff on credit card debt has changed. Yeah. Uh, I think the average credit card interest rate right now is like 19.2%. Insane. It's insane. insane. And, and not only that, on, uh, you know, in Q3, credit card debt increased uh, 15% year over year, which is the largest increase in 20 years. So just a, just a word of caution out there. Let's not participate in what the world seems to be doing, uh, which is, in my opinion, you know, spending without, uh, you know, any mindfulness of the cost of goods and, and without a change of lifestyle. It's saying, hey, listen, I'm, I'm going to be stubborn in that I'm going to live the life I've been living. And if it costs more, it costs more. Let's take a step back and say, you know what? Things are costing more. Uh, the economy is in, in, many, in many ways a strong economy, but also unpredictable in its future. So let's go ahead and be mindful and maybe get ahead of the game eliminate the credit card debt. Hopefully you don't have any. If you do, we got to get it behind us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, the 15% year over year um, accessing credit card spending. I mean, it, it's just, it's, you know, obviously some of it could be a byproduct of, you know, inflation going, you know, as high as over almost 9%. But some of it could be like you mentioned before, it's just, well, you know, I've adopted this lifestyle because things were so cheap for a while that I'm going to continue uh, with this lifestyle and if it costs 20% um, for me to, con- if it costs an additional 20% for me to live this lifestyle, I'll just go ahead and do it, throw caution to the wind. But I would say, you know, if we're going to build these disciplines, these habits, um, you, you want to make sure that you you do build these habits and these disciplines and not fall into the trap of increasing credit card debt. I mean, right now, $925 billion is in credit card debt by Americans. I mean, that is an astronomical number. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say, again, be cautious, be weary, um, as, as, uh, you know, what's that saying? It's a, uh, it's a recession. If your neighbor loses a job, it's a depression. If you lose your job, Mm -hmm. we're starting to see layoffs left and right, left and right. I mean, um, this week, just this week alone, I think DoorDash, um, is another, is a, uh, expected another round of layoffs, about 1200 employees, but we saw Amazon, Walmart, um, uh, AMC Networks. I just saw something earlier today that CNN is cutting off an entire like broadcast team. Wow! I, I mean, it's just these numbers are these things are happening. Facebook at ten thousand, right? These things are happening. So be very cautious. Yeah. So I'm glad you're kind of going that direction with the uh, with the layoffs because because that kind of coincides with. Um, with what Powell's discussing, but then also very contradictory with the, with the wage report that we, the, that we got today. Um, I mean, listen, you know, to take a step back to what Powell's 
uh, was talking about this week. You know, he's saying something that that we have been mentioning for months on end, which is labor holds the key to core inflation. Right. It really does. It, it's holding the keys to it. And in many ways, we're we're basically fighting against it. Uh, you know, we're seeing layoffs. But as he mentioned this week, there's such an imbalance, Mo, with with available jobs. I mean, you know, although job vacancies have moved uh, below their highs and the pace of job gains has slowed from earlier in the year, the labor market continues to be out of balance. Uh, what do you say? 1.7, I believe, available jobs for every one individual who's searching for a job. Right. Right. So even though you you mentioned these layoffs from companies, you know, such as Amazon or Meta, uh, Walmart, DoorDash, and obviously there's a significant amount of companies that are now starting to post their ideas and considerations of limiting staff. Um, even though that's happening, it's not really fixing the problem yet, clearly, yeah. because we get this wage report and says, hey, payrolls grow by 263,000 and unemployment's still at 37 like, what are we talking about? So, <laughs> so it's, it's the reality that there's still so many jobs available to be filled by the unemployment that's happening that we're just not really getting anywhere, are we? Yeah, no, we're not. I mean, uh, Powell, and I'll quote him, reducing inflation is likely to require a sustained period of below trend growth and some softening of labor market conditions. That's a quote from Powell. Well, again, below trend growth and softening of labor market conditions. Mm-hmm. Non-farm payrolls up 263,000. Unemployment rate steady from last month at 3.7%. Average hour, hourly earnings month over month increased by 0.6%. And the average hourly earnings year over year increased by 5%. Yeah. That doesn't sound like softening in the labor market conditions at all. And unfortunately, not that unfortunately, but some of these layoffs that we mentioned, Amazon, the uh, the Netflix, not Netflix, the Amazons, the uh, uh, the Facebooks of the world, it does, that really represents uh, the tech space, right? But if you look at the, the workforce in the tech sector overall, it's not a major part of the U.S. workforce. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, we have to, unfortunately, uh, start seeing some um, of the blue collars, you know, to the uh, workforce for unemployment to go up to the point where where Powell wants it to be. I mean, he says wage growth is higher than what would be expected at a 2% inflation, which is what the Fed's target is. Mm-hmm. So, yes, so even though we're seeing, you know, uh, Meta, and Amazon cut the, the labor force, that's not what Powell wants to see. And yeah. unfortunately, these um, pay, these uh, job reports number that came out today, you know, it's 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 great for it's great for the empl- it's great for the um, employee, right? Because their 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 wages are starting to keep up or try to, or trying to keep up with inflation, but it's not good news for those who thought that there was going to be maybe even a softening or a dampening and rising of interest rates. Right, right, and and I think you you said it well that that Powell was he's not looking to see you know, just some statistical data to support the direction. He's looking to see it consistently over time. I mean, you know, they've said it, you know, Jay Powell's consistently said the FOMC is looking, you know, for several months of dovish inflation data. I mean, that's, he's wanting to see the consistency of the direction that he feels inflation is uh, not inflation, but his interest rate tool is driving the economy before he can begin to pull the reins back 
And so, you know, I would tell you guys, keep in mind that when, when things are spoke, uh, spoken about, especially from, from him, you know, Powell himself, as well as the feds and, and even, you know, any other, you know, po- political individual, if you will, um, we're seeing some sharp reactions in the markets. Okay. And it's interesting because, you know, as we sit back and watch it, news comes out and it's almost like the markets interpret it in the way that they choose to. And they have these sharp reactions of momentum. And then all of a sudden, several days later, we get a sharp pullback. And, you know, it's the way I have, you know, kind of come to interpret it is that, you know, because the economy, it really is. I mean, it's strong. Right. A lot of money in the system, uh, record breaking sales on Black Friday historically. And and clearly we talked about the unemployment situation, many jobs available, wages are growing. So all things uh, forward appear that the economy is strong. And so I think investors are interpreting this information as in, I don't want to hear it. I want to hear what I want to hear. And I, and I, and I believe we're going forward. And so they, they keep fighting back. Uh, and, you know, I would just remind you, it, it doesn't, it doesn't always work like that. It's not, uh, it's not, I see no evil. There is no evil. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, if, if the, the economy and Powell, which obviously holds the keys to a lot of major decisions and its effects on the economy, is clear in his mission. We've said that. We said it last week. Um, he's clear in the direction that he's wanting to go. We may see a rally over the next week or two, uh, especially here at Christmas time. Everybody's optimistic, but we, we, we can't participate uh, in, in the reaction of things you know, day in and day out, we have to be more mindful of where the direction is that that the economy is actually headed, and whether or not the markets have based you know priced it in. Yeah, I mean, if you if you just think about it, with a with a strong wage uh, wage growth, strong job market, it it basically fuels uh, the ability for the consumer to continue spending. It fuels demand, and and that counter counter is it's a counter to what Powell wants, right? He wants demand to, to curb. He wants to curb the demand side and curbing the demand side makes, you know, uh, it's a mix of, you know, in some aspects, people feeling a little bit weary about their next paycheck, mm-hmm. weary about where their income is going to come from, weary about their markets, oh, not their markets, weary about their statements, weary about the markets. And uh, unfortunately, this job report came at the wrong, in my opinion, the wrong time. Right? We, we've heard about a Santa Claus rally, which is a which is a, a term coined for typically on average we start to see a rally in November through first quarter of the following year, where you know people are a little optimistic, hopeful that uh, the market kind of rebounds. And we saw a little bit of that in November, but the reports came out today and, you know, the market is starting as of, you know, as of this recording, the market is starting to react negatively from it. Yeah. Not, not really satisfied with it, but, um, but you're right. So listen, it's, uh, we got a, we got another big week ahead, right? We have, uh, I believe core PPI is going to be released on Friday. We want to be mindful of, of that information, which will be good timing for the podcast. Um, you know, just, a. A quick side note, um, guys, listen, you you are who we think about and care about every single day, okay? Um, obviously, the end of the year is the best time to be mindful about next year. 2022 uh, has had its ups and downs, as every year does. And and our message consistent consistently is let's learn from the good and the bad, okay? And let's sure enough get it together and get prepared for 2023. Get your budget in order. Uh, get your finances in order, be mindful about your game plan for year 2023. If we can help in any way, 
uh, along with that, that maybe we haven't been able to assist so far. If you've got questions, if you've got ideas you're considering, if you've got you know investment ideas that you're considering or tax uh, concerns that you may have, uh, we're your group, yeah. right? So, so trust in us. We're always here five days a week. Of course, we're managing the assets, but but we can fill a much bigger uh, role than that if you need us to. Uh, for many of you guys, obviously, we do a lot of tax planning, and the ones that that we don't, you, it's probably because you don't need it. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we're here, and 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 I would just encourage you, and I'm gonna let most talk too. Yeah. Wrap up this year with with not a uh, doomsday of what we've been through, but but a glass half full about where we're headed, and let's get mindful about how to take. Take advantage of year 2023. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, you can't change his history, right? 2022 is almost is you know a few weeks away from being behind us. But what you can do with history is learn from it. So you know, use this opportunity, like you said, Andrew. You know, go back, reevaluate the budget. Um, or spending plan, depending on how you like to say it, and, and see, you know, if we look back, you know, how have you have have your expenses increased this year, mm-hmm. um, and we're adjusting your plan according to what we've we've uh, during the conversations that we've had with you, we've adjusted your plan. But if we have, if you haven't had a chance to reach out to us and let us know what your new budget has been and how it's been impacted by um, inflation or just life changes, let us know so we can adjust and revisit your plan and see if we need to make any tweaks behind it. Um, and also I would say during this time, uh, we have a lot of family getting together and conversations about uh, these conversations sometimes happen over the dinner table, Thanksgiving dinner, um, holiday season. Um, if you know someone who doesn't have guidance, who doesn't have someone that's working with them, if you hear that they are, you know, trying to figure out, navigate uh, uh, their finances, navigate retirement, investing the markets, um, not sure which direction they're going in, or just, you know, think that uh, they just need some help, you know, by all means, let us know. You know, we are um, servants to you. We always want to be there for you, but we also want to be there for your loved ones and those that are just in need. Mm-hmm. So if you know anyone that, you know, uh, could use um, either our services or just or just want some clarity, right? We're, we're, we're always here to talk. And uh, so if you know anyone, don't, 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 uh, don't keep us a stranger. And it can't go without saying, let's go dogs. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, Tomorrow, let's go, big baby. game. Big game tomorrow. Big game tomorrow. So listen, uh, enjoy yourself. Don't have too much fun. Don't have too much fun. But for all of my Georgia friends, I'm right there with you. Let's go get it done. You know what I'm saying? LSU, watch out. And, uh, and, and any Gator fans, uh, tough season. Eh, take but, that out uh, of the recording, We'll please. be back next year. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Listen, you guys have a blessed weekend. We love you. We're here for you. If you need us, let us know. And uh, be safe. And more importantly, more important than anything, find a way to serve somebody this Christmas season. Take care.